Ah, snap, crackle, pop. Welcome to the Breakfast of Champions. Welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness. There's no admission fee, only the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. If you have a few pixie dust sprinkles of each one of those, welcome aboard and let the adventure begin. Hi, I'm Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist and one of the founders of this podcast, along with my good friend, co-host, and uh, producer of this program, Mr. Mike. Hello, Jim. Right here on this podcast in the uh, 300 and <laughs> whatever episodes that we've done of this thing. For those folks listening out there, this is episode that's going to air number 355. There you go. Of uh, our, as someone told me once, our fat catalog. Uh, <laughs> along with the we got we got fat stacks of podcasts don't we <laughs> along with the 330 um, youtube episodes that we have also and people ask well how do you get here from there mm-hmm. well how do you start what do you do? i have a great idea for a podcast well and, and that's really kind of a thing too because you know we we talk about a lot of people that we've had on the show and a lot of people that listen um you know have stories that could help other people you know and 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 i honestly think a lot of yeah i think we talked about a lot early on about podcasting as a coping mechanism um people in 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 recovery um the jane silent bob get old podcast was really big for for jay to get you know to maintain his sobriety and announce it and, and, and have some accountability um and, or, or or not even around that any kind of story that could help so first is do you have an idea do you think people will listen, you know? So what makes something listenable, Mike? Um, I mean, the the beauty, beauty about the podcast is you can get started just with the idea and not be worried about that. But so what is it? Is it something? You know, so what, what is going to pe- get people to listen? Is it something relatable? Right. Um, you know, is it, you know, and, and, and depending on what you what are your goals for the podcast? is going to be the the idea too. Do you just want people to hear your story? Do you just want to be out there and and create a community? If you're sitting there and you're like I want to become Joe Rogan or or somebody else with a big podcast, you're going to have a tough go. You know, that's a big thing and you know, but but really the nice thing about podcasting is anybody can start it. You can just have an idea, you can try things, you can put it out there and then that's it. You know, and then because it's 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 uh, uh, what was the word De- democratized a little bit, too. I like the way you're talking, Mike, and somebody with an idea, we would never want to discourage them. No, absolutely not. However, an idea is where it starts. And then that's where we all we all often talk to people, Mike, about encouraging them to keep their head in the clouds. However, the sour point of life is you have to keep your feet on the ground. Absolutely. So we have this fantastic idea. We have this great podcast, this great idea that we want to get across to people. And now let's talk about uh, feet on the ground stuff. The feet on the ground stuff. First, you got to talk to yourself and, and, and listen, you know, how long is your podcast going to be? I'd recommend under 30 minutes. You know, we, we aim for 15 here. We want to be a little bit more bite-sized, you know, that kind of thing, right? Um, because uh, the, the, the shorter the podcast, the more 
uh, people will probably be willing to give it a chance. They see like a two, three hour podcast. They're like, I don't have time for that in my day. Right. You're, you know, I generally, we like to think about the commuters are a lot of the times the digesters of podcasts or people going on a run or people going, you know, doing housework and can put something on in the background. Um, and, and for, you know, you, and you want that to be easy. You know, can you do one show a week? You know, can, are, are, it's okay if you're like, I'm going to do one podcast a month and it's going to be the best, you know, and you can concentrate on that. You know, maybe you start there and you can say, okay, I think I can do it a week, you know, but also is it just you? Is it, I mean, Jim, you've always had me to kind of bounce off of to keep conversations going. Um, you know, what is that? Do you have a co-host? Can they dedicate to um, do you have time for it in your life is always a thing. And these are questions that we ask. And when, not, when you, you've all, you always bring this up because I love I love this this phrase of um, when you've made it to 10 episodes, you're a podcaster because you know that you have enough content to fill 10 episodes and can probably do much more um, and hopefully have a comfort level by then of doing that. Have an idea what your show is and know it fits into your your busy schedule and your busy life or the people that help you or your co-hosts and things like that you know so that's been those are kind of the key markers of getting started for me whenever i'm talking to somebody and now your idea your title your art and like that's all the details and stuff but really it's it's the content is key and all the other details you can read uh, an article about how do i start a podcast and it's so much easier these days because you do have apps like anchor um and, and other ones that you can literally just uh, uh if you wanted to just have your phone in front of you do the podcast into the microphone and put it out it's not going to sound as good as we have you know, professional and some good Shure SM58s here in the studio. They're like $100 a piece, which is not terrible. Uh, we have some professional cameras that do a video version of the podcast. You don't need to do everything we do. You can't say, I need my show to look like Fishing Without Bait, to sound like Fishing Without Bait. You need your show to be listenable, a decent quality, but you have a lot of the tools uh, uh, with you. With your, If you got a decent smartphone from the last couple of years, you have almost everything you need to get started and you can kind of build from there as you kind of bump your head on the technology a little bit. And I'm sitting here in front of you in Pittsburgh at Sumatron mm -hmm. Media Studios looking at a array of equipment in front of me. And then you know, off to the side for a whole other setup later, right? <laughs> yes. And again, you don't need all of this no, equipment. No, 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 no. However, I think from the way the editing, uh, of our podcast seems to have uh, really polished it up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We post edit this. We do not do this live, you know, and that's, that's something you can think about with your podcast. Maybe it is something where you go on YouTube live, Twitch live, zoom uh, is a very good tool for that. Another place you can start, get on your computer, um, sign up for a zoom account, and there's buttons in there that will stream you directly to a YouTube, a Facebook you can download the audio and put it out as a podcast. The podcast has kind of become a little bit of a a, a broad thing. You know, it used to mean it, it it does mean, you know, having an audio file that you put on a podcast provider like Apple, um, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, I'd say would your big would be your big three. Um, if you had a, had a server to do that. Um, but, but again, you know, the content is king. Always remember that the content is king and getting in front of people, you know, the first step and you can start thinking about all the other social media. Should I be on TikTok? Should I be on this? Should I be live streaming this? First you got to do is get in front of a microphone and do something and see if it's something you like and want to keep doing. 
we also have to determine whether this is going to be something, whether you are expressing your own interest and mm -hmm. your own views, or mm -hmm. if you're trying to approach a wider audience. Mm -hmm. And just the same way that when people come to me and tell me they want to lose weight, one of the first things I tell them, Mike, is that the scale is not their friend. Mm -hmm. And when somebody's on podcasting or on social media, my suggestion would be for the longest time, do not be concerned about the number of views nope. you get. Nope. Do not be concerned about the number of comments. Do not be concerned about the number of likes. Absolutely. As Encourage those. You're going to be disappointed. Absolutely. And even, even you know, some people will start a podcast. I don't know why I don't have 3,000 viewers off of the bat. And I can tell you, a lot of podcasts we do, do not get those large numbers. We're like really happy when we're in the three figures, right? Yes. But it also depends on our audience and the goals of that. Uh, we have clients that um, get, you know, uh, a couple hundred views, and then that's okay because their audience is a couple hundred students. We're talking to them. That's what's important. Uh, another thing I love, there was this great um, tool that I used several years ago. It's not around ago. I think it was called TweetUp. Um, and it was like kind of a, a back end, you know, um, gave you a bunch of stats about your social media. And they would send you emails every once in a while and says, you have this many, this many people um, watched your video. If you put all those people in uh, Carnegie Hall, it would fill it, right? Like, you know, uh, 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 50 people doesn't seem like a big number, but put 50 people in a room and put you in the front of that room talking to those people, it's going to feel a lot more significant, isn't it? Right? You know, imagine it that way. Imagine it that. I'd love to have 50 people in front of me when I was doing my 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 music career, right? You know, if we had a lot significantly less a lot of times. Um, you know, something like that. Like it, you know, that's always been a way to kind of wrap around it. Cool. Now you have 50 people. Now what can we do? You got 10 people. You got 10 people in a room listening to you. That's you have that many people's attention. And that is so big and so important. You know, we have, you know, we have a live show that we're on, on average, we have about five people listening live and then that'll grow to like 10, 15 every once in a while, but five people listen to us every week and make appointment out of their week every week to do that. You know, that's what your podcast can look at. If you're getting a consistently like 20 views viewers and you know, they're not bots and hopefully your stats are telling you that then that's really, really good. Right? Well, what we have to do is determine. What's the focus of our podcast? What are we hoping for? Mm -hmm. Are we looking to be the next Joe Rogan? Well, are we looking to be an influencer? Or are we looking to get across a heartfelt message mm -hmm. and approach a certain niche audience, which is more of what we do, Mike? And, and, and your thing, you know, in this show, and again, let's talk about the mission of your show to kind of see what the, what the start of this was. You know, this came out of another project, but, you know, you just wanted to be more... Uh, uh, your voice, right? And, and you know, tell people exactly about what motivated you to start this show, this version of the show. Well, we, uh, at one time I was, I contracted my services to a uh, mental health facility called Seclair, operated by Dr. Safter Chaudhary, and it was more of an educational uh, facility. We provided medication, we provided uh, therapy, and we also provided some alternative type of, of uh, remedies and, and medications. And we also had physician assistant students there doing a psychiatric rotation. So every week, every Monday, what we started to do, we called it Seclair Educational Rounds. 
and I hosted it, and I had uh, one or two or three physician assistant students participate, and we would come up with a subject, and it became quite playful. Mm -hmm. We were uh, we were humorous, but we also wanted to get across a point to people, and uh, the students were very tolerant of me and uh, were good sports. And you uh, you recorded many of those. Mm -hmm. So, and as we naturally, when we first started out with that show, it was awkward. It was, I was clunky. <laughs> I was uh, just, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like walking through a room with my eyes shut. Um, however, we learn what doesn't work mm -hmm. and we unlearn bad habits mm -hmm. and we learn new ones. And we have to be, have thicker skin and be able to take some helpful criticism. Mm -hmm. And as the show went along, we gleaned it more. We gained interviewing skills. We learned how to speak without the uh, oh, uh, and maybe. I definitely added a lot more of those out of the show now, or a lot less of those out of the show now. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> we, we learned how to pace ourselves when we speak. And we started off, Mike, we started off in a, in a basement and mm -hmm. four feet away from us was your washer and dryer. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I've heard of podcast people. We actually interviewed a former WWE wrestler uh, and he was in his closet partially for the acoustics, but also partially to hide from his kids uh, <laughs> as he, as he joined us. Um, so, and that's a lot, of, a lot of people start in a closet again, great acoustics, you know, a uh, 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 situation. And I think that's another thing you mentioned about, you know, having tough skin. I think that's a part of this too, is, and that might be the part that scares people of getting into something like this because you are putting yourself out there. You know, you do have to overcome that a little bit and be kind of ready for that. Just in case there might be somebody that is listening, you know, and as you become more popular, there are more people that are going to be kind of, you know shooting you down because some people just don't just you know feel better by tearing other people down they see as more successful so you know and so you have to be kind of ready for that but if you're able to weather those storms a lot of times the community you can build around your voice can be so much more important than you know that that little bit that you're going to get well we do promote the program, however, not to a great extent. And mm -hmm. our philosophy is more along the lines of 12-step recovery, where our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten uh, inquiries from all over the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We've had many. England. <laughs> yes, and England. Uh, wanting to uh, be on the show, too. Now, Keep in mind that we filter that out from simply somebody simply wanting to promote or sell a product. Yes, that's, we do get a lot of those. We're not an infomercial. No, 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 no. Uh, however, if someone has uh, something to say and they mm -hmm. have a they have a message, uh, if it's suitable, we'll put them on. Absolutely, like Doctor Fred Moss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Fred was great. The Undoctor. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had authors. We've had uh, many performance artists. Uh, uh, I was just speaking to someone today, Mike, about uh, we'll have to be contacting her soon for our annual December visit from Santina Grace. Absolutely. Our resident medium. I love it. I love it. And we love talking angels with her around the Christmas time. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's it's We have a wonderful time with her. She's become a good friend of the show. Uh, some friends of ours that we've uh, connected with that have moved on to other cities, uh, like Liz Victory. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Jasmine Tate moved on to uh, Texas, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, some of our friends have moved on. But you know what? They were here, and it was great. And That's right. I'm sure we have fond memories of them, and they have well, plenty more coming. <laughs> and hopefully, they have fond memories of us. So the idea, how this is, is it's easy to get discouraged doing this. Mm-hmm. It's easy, and it's one of the things is sometimes you feel like the well's dry, and, and it's okay to um, if you do this for a little bit. It's okay to also um, realign as well. Um, we have a podcast, uh, a wrestling podcast that we've been doing since 2006. I don't know how many times we've retooled that show, Jim, but it's still there and it's still there every Tuesday. We're actually in the process of retooling it once again now as the landscape of what we're covering is changing or in our lives or our dedication to the show. So we're like, okay, what do we do? So we're still talking to the same audience and giving them value, you know, and, and can continue this thing. So, so that's been part of that as well. So, and that is okay. You know, as long as you keep with it and you're, you're getting some personal value out of it, you're giving value to everybody else, you know, like that's like, you know, and, and if something happens where it becomes too much, you don't owe anybody to keep doing this show, you know? So you're, you brought up a very good point, Mike, it's return on investment. Mm -hmm. And in this case with our show, it's not monetary. No, absolutely not. Uh, What we do is you and I get uh, some personal benefit out of carrying this message, hearing the recovery stories mm-hmm. that we present, meeting these performers, all these very interesting people that come our way. Yeah, and I don't think you get clients out of this show either, right? It's, you know, this is no. this is this is not a this is not a program to, no, no, to no. solicit clients at all. No. But there is a but it is nice because there is some additional content to help those that you are helping. Well, we we use our gifts, our talents, and our abilities, Mike. Mine happens to be in the area of providing mental health therapy mm-hmm. and uh, providing recovery work, 12-step recovery in particular. And we love to have recovery stories. Um, everybody's in recovery from something. Mm-hmm. So we have we give a forum for people to send out their message and tell people how they got here from there. So episode number 355 today. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we've originally started out as a mindfulness-based podcast, and that's what we focused on. And as gradually we morphed into providing recovery stories for people, providing a forum for them. We offered a forum for performing artists, particularly people here in Pittsburgh, um, to put themselves out there. We have authors approach us. We have... uh, Vinnie Borelli recently, mm-hmm. the, uh, the uh, motivational speaker, came to visit him. A great guest, so enthusiastic. Yeah, and we're so appreciative that our podcast, originating out of Sorgatron Media Studios on Broadway Boulevard <laughs> in Beachwood, Beachview, Be- excuse me, Beachview, suburb of Pittsburgh, and here we are, years later. Mm-hmm. How long did you actually think this thing was going to last? Oh, I never really, I don't think that far in the future, Jim. (laughs) I don't have prospects for when things will carry on or end. I just, yeah, I just say, okay, are we doing one next week? Well, and I'll have to be honest with everyone out there. When I started this podcast, I thought that we had such a fabulous idea and fabulous presentation that this thing was going to explode Mm -hmm. into some type of a worldwide phenomenon. (laughs) 
However, we're still working on it. I quickly had to uh, temper those expectations. Yes, yes, a little bit, a little bit. So our suggestion to everyone out there is temper your expectations. Absolutely. And prepare for some discomfort. And there are people out there who look to be offended. Mm -hmm. And Mike, our suggestion always has been do not respond. Mm -hmm. Do not respond to them. Uh I'm just as happy to see you today as I was all those years ago at episode number one, sitting down in your basement. Absolutely. And that's the important thing is the excitement, right? You know, I'm as, I'm just, as, as, you know, I always talk about how when I go on these trips across the country, I'm just as excited doing that as I am getting it back in the office, you know, and every week sitting down with the shows, whether it be this or the other ones. And that's, that's what's important. And that's why the three shows that we're doing are the ones that we're going to continue doing for the foreseeable future. And my suggestion is, is if you do not have the technical expertise, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have myriads of time mm-hmm. in order to learn how to do this, then please associate yourself and find somebody that does, like yes. yourself. Yes, there's plenty of people out there doing podcasts, willing to help others. Uh, we are, we are, you know, well, of course, we have a full service that people come in here and we help them with their podcast. Um, but, you know, sometimes you don't need to hire somebody to do that. Sometimes you just need a little bit of guidance and um, it's kind of how much you want to put into it. If you want to be a better podcaster, listen to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Many of them. Yeah. Be able to take advice and ideas. Uh, I think one of the uh, most challenging things about doing this podcast, Mike, is to come up with something fresh, Mm -hmm. something innovative, maybe perhaps a guest exploring some subject that we haven't broached before. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been fortunate enough that we've been around long enough that people contact us. Not always. Yep. But, but, but we do that. So how much time and effort, I know that you and I usually spend about an hour or so doing this mm-hmm. uh, a week, but how long behind the scenes? Uh, it depends on the show. For this one, we do, we do a good bit. Um, it takes me about an hour, an hour to edit and post this show. Of course, only 15 minutes, so it's a lot easier. Um, and then we're looking at what needs to happen on social media. And that's going to be probably another hour a week, um, to start doing that, uh, a little, you know, do, again, we're retooling, always retooling and trying to improve. And, uh, that's one of the things we're, we're currently retooling and trying to improve. So hopefully you see a little bit more of this content in a bite-sized fashion in the near future. So you start with an idea mm-hmm. and then you put some action behind it. Absolutely. And again, it's, it's, it's determining. That's why I give that 10 episode thing. You're determining, do you have enough life bandwidth to do this? Right. And that's very important. And it also is also making some decisions. One of the big key factors for me starting my show back in 2006 was sitting there with a full-time job. And this was really late on Tuesday nights that we were doing these shows and I'd be up late editing it and going to the office the next day with little sleep. But something in my head says, this will happen every Tuesday. This needs to happen every Tuesday. And for me, you know, when we talk about podcast being therapy, that is that Tuesday night is a nice grounding, therapeutic, talking with my friends about wrestling or technology, depending on which show it is. Um, and that is a thing that, um, for me, when times are tough, helps anchor my life. And if you get discouraged, which you will... And at times you feel like, do I want to continue this? Do I want to go on? Do I want to spend any more time with this? And remember, nothing is ever as good or bad as it is in the moment. Nope. 
So in the 12-step world, we always say one more day, mm-hmm. one more day. Well, I'll do one more episode. And usually that feeling will of disappointment and sometimes despair mm-hmm. goes away. Mm-hmm. And it, my strongest suggestion is avoid looking at your statistics. And or looking at others and, and comparing yourself to other podcasts as well, because that is also a big thing. Why am I not on this platform? Why am I not getting these ads? Why am I not getting these opportunities? It's like just look at your own thing and how you can improve one step forward every day. And as the original thought behind Fishing Without Bait, when we call it a lifetime without definitive expectations, Mike, if we would have started this podcast and expected to have 100,000 views in two months, we would have ended this long ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a lifetime without definitive expectations. And as always, we offer anyone with any helpful suggestions, criticisms to please contact our show. We have a platform for artists. We have a platform for authors. We have a platform for people to share their recovery stories, whatever your recovery is is and we're looking how you got here from there and at the end of every podcast mike we offer a free prescription fruits nuts and vegetables and unplug your television and take up fishing and for a truly mindful experience we suggest that you fish without bait do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another forgive yourself and forgive another Invite joy into your life and make beautiful choices. If we are not all God's children, none of us are God's children. Until we meet again, my friends, namaste. And having him sitting down across from me and trying to find the person, place that made me feel that the, that the way I the way that made me the. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait.